Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. It is definitely golf season, the first official weekend of summer. Mother Nature cooperating. Uh, It's looking to be prime, prime conditions here for the next couple of weeks, and we can't wait to see everybody uh, who is signed up, who's grabbed a foursome uh, in our Fan Golf Classic out at Langdon Farms on Tuesday. You coming out, Will? I will not be. Oh. I have a day job. Well, you know, it's summertime. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, know. It's, it's everybody- I have a day job, and this is also the sport at which I don't play. Which makes it all the more fun for you to come out and... How's that? Try to hack it around or do something, but oh, uh, you don't want to. I've probably told you this story before, haven't I? About Maybe the last attempt I played golf. Oh, how long ago was this? Oh, it was college. Oh man, college. So uh, I don't know if you remember um, uh, Alex Lenincall. I do. Is that name? There you yeah. go. Center, Oregon State yes. Beavers. So there was one weekend during the summer where, uh, like, this was kind of a lull, I think, where we got maybe like a two-week break from workouts, and he goes, hey, can you help me with a charity event I'm doing in Eugene, like, this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, Sure. I'm not doing anything. There you go. Sounds good. So a bunch of the dudes piled into the car, and we started driving, and he didn't really mention a lot about what we were doing Uh. until halfway there, and he goes, it's a golf tournament. And I said, I had I don't know how to play golf. And he's like, that's okay. <laughs> so we got there. They gave me clubs. And the whole deal was that they were pairing up like foursomes with players. Right. So you could play with yes. Oregon and Oregon State players. Uh, Those poor bastards that got me. I feel oh, horrible for hard. them, honestly. Yeah. Because only maybe two of them like had heard of me a little. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. And I think they were disappointed because they were like, we kind of wanted to play with Jeremiah Masoli. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like a big name. Well, it was in Eugene. Yeah. So they're. Yeah. It was ex- supposed to be like a, a, a cross uh, thing. Like it was both. All right. Because uh, we had some buddies on Oregon. So there we were go. like, okay, let's do it. And um, 
Yeah, I got there and it was horrible. They, uh, they no, basically. No, that, that's a tough environment. After eight holes, they just like, they kind of started hinting very, very strongly. They were like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I walked all the way back and I had like three beers in the clubhouse and waited for everyone. Yeah, to that's a tough environment to be thrown into unaware of what's going on. Yeah. First hit, shot, whatever. Yeah. Swing. It. If you ever wanted to know what right is, <laughs> that ball would indicate just there you go. cut. Whack. Ah. Well, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's obviously uh, always uh, one of our most enjoyable days of the year. Everybody will be out there. All the shows will be out there. Uh, I will not be on the driving range. We will not be playing closest to the swag this year. Uh, they've got to not only find me another desk, but they do need to offer a modicum of protection. Uh, corporate, corporate doesn't like that. I'm not willing to sign that waiver. The desk I had before had plexiglass up, yeah. so you couldn't just uh, take a Tiger Woods uh, stinger yeah. and fire it right into us. Plus, there's radio equipment out there that, frankly, they're more concerned about protecting than my noggin. So... So, yeah, we're still working on that. That okay. is in the plans uh, as we ramp things back up. But uh, as soon as the show's over in the, in the morning, Dirt and Sprague will be there. Uh, look for them inside in the morning. It can be a bit brisk uh, at, uh, you know, 530 when the, when the boys roll in. So they will probably be inside enjoying a little breakfast during the show. Then we'll move things outside for Danny and Dusty in prime time. I will eventually be out on the sixth hole, which is the uh, little 99-yard par three out there. Um, I'll see if I can get dialed, get the distance dialed in. Hopefully the wind lays down. Last year, the wind was a, was a bugger of a problem. Back out. Uh, so they tucked the pin up front right in front of the bunker. So you had to float it up and then have the wind kind of guide it back and hope it stayed on the front little portion of the green. I, uh, I'm not in charge of uh, setting the whole locations there for the tournament. I'm hoping it's uh, a little bit more friendly, maybe towards the back. Give yourself a little opportunity. But I'll see if I can dial that in and uh, hit a few wedges for people out there. Give them an extra shot on old number six. Nice, dude. So You excited? I am. It'll be great. The weather's going to be fantastic. I've got a tea time today uh, before the hops tonight. On uh, it's uh, Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Diamond Night out at uh, the old Ron Tonkin Field tonight. So mm. we had a great night last night for Star Wars Night. Over five thousand. It was quite an event. That is pretty cool. Costumes it, and all, I bet. Oh yeah, we had the whole. There's there's a an outfit, a a group, a guy that runs a company, and they bring it. We had stormtroopers. We had working R two D two units. Uh, going around remote and that's great. All the beeping and so kids, everybody was having a good time, and uh, so yeah. So in between there, I'll be out at the reserve today. Be back at my home course, Forest Hills, on Monday. Uh, when I because the summer of swag is on, so I'm taking Mondays off again. We're we're back to that. I gotta tell you, there's something about minor league baseball teams that act as the thread in a community. That's great. It's the thread. What? It's what kind of brings yeah. people together and just kind of, you know, and it doesn't have to be things like baseball. It can be any kind of innocuous mm -hmm. thing, but baseball in particular is that one thing that just brings people together. Summertime. Yeah. All the school districts just... are finally done after yeah. this last week. Kids were out there. Everybody was having a great time. So hopefully you've got a tea time. The weather should be perfect. Uh, it'll be sneaky warm. So make sure you got plenty of hydration out there. 
so you can uh, concentrate and pull through all 18 holes. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody Tuesday. Uh, but we got a lot going on. Uh, we had Wyndham Clark uh, win his first major, the former Oregon Duck, won the U.S. Open uh, in grand style. Really strong, clutch, gutty performance. I thought L.A. Country Club, after maybe being gettable on the opening weekend, showed its teeth and made things uh, really memorable for a major and how you want it to finish and it's about who can hold on down the stretch and that's what uh, Wyndham Clark did uh, holding off some big names uh, Rory McIlroy and Ricky Fowler uh, and so that was fun to watch today we got a major it's on the LPGA tour uh, they are playing Baltus Raw this weekend and so we'll get into that a little bit. Where are all the top familiar American names? I know there's been some injury. The Corda sisters have been injured, but Lexi Thompson uh, has had a hard time. It is a Solheim Cup year, and so it's it's starting to look like the Europeans already had home course advantage. They'll be playing in Spain, uh, but I think if you're Stacey Lewis, you got to be wondering, how am I going to put this team together? How do we get them on a roll so we can go out there and uh, have a, a quality group? Uh, with a chance to bring the Solheim Cup back to the United States. At 8.30, in the business of golf, very, very excited to talk to the head golf professional out at Tokati Golf Club there, McKinsey Bridge. So on the highway up from Eugene, as you go up to Sisters, a great little spot, Kennedy Swan Bodiford. Uh, if you remember that name, she was uh, uh, captain on Ole Miss's national championship team, not that long ago, and she is the head professional out of Tokity. She's the first women to win the Oregon Open, the amateur out here. Um, or not the Oregon amateur, but the Oregon Open. Uh, won that a couple of years ago. But uh, wanted to talk about uh, more women getting into the PGA professional ranks as instructors, as head golf professionals. She has a great attitude and a great story. Loves what she's doing down there. She's going to join us at 8.30. We'll talk a little bit about her experience as well, trying to make it uh, uh, as, a, as a professional tour player. The decision that always comes for, for collegiate players, when do you decide, okay, am I going to make this a career? Am I going to go do something else? I'm going to stick it out and try to be a professional player. Uh, so, But she'll talk about the process and what you need to be studying, how to prepare yourself uh, if you want to have a career uh, in golf as a professional. So all that coming up, busy hour. Uh, we'll talk to you about LACC a little bit, future major venues, what we would like to see, maybe the USGA and the PGA uh, consider. And if there's a chance to, to have some more West Coast golf, if you liked that uh, having it sort of in prime time. But as first, as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. All righty, we will start four tours. We are keeping an eye on this week. We'll start on the Champions Tour. Dick Sporting Goods Open up at Enjoy Club in Endicott, New York. Uh, the midway point of the Champions Tour season, and this is one of the long-time stops there. Uh, they are underway here in the third round. you got a log jam at 8-under par. Joe Durant, Ernie Els were first-round co-leaders. Uh, Miguel Anel Jimenez and Kevin Sutherland have joined them there. Padraig Harrington just won back at 7-under. 
Uh, Ernie Els looking for a second win this season. Um, he had a opened with a five under bogey three bogey three sixty seven, and uh, is looking there. Uh, Podrick Harrington is the defending champion, and so after a three hundred sixty nine, he's got it going today. He is four under through eleven, and of course, everybody keeping an eye on Bernhard Langer, the venerable one. He's been stuck at 45 career wins on the Champions Tour, trying to hold the all-time record. He is tied with Hale Irwin, and right now, Langer, six under. He's four under on the day through 14, so he's tied for ninth right now. So possibly a little bit of history on the Champions Tour. Corn Ferry Tour this week. They are in Norman, Oklahoma at the Jimmy Austin Golf Club. 7,500 yards, par 72 uh, they had all sorts of weather issues on Friday. Only half the field finished their round. They had about a four-hour weather delay right in the middle of the round. Uh, couldn't get everybody finished. And so they are trying to finish things up here uh, this morning. Our man, Alistair Doherty, another rough go of it. He's going to finish plus two, but that will be well shy of the five under cut. Uh, we're seeing a lot of first-timers, guys going right from the college ranks uh, with that um, – uh, PGA Tour University ranking system, uh, top 10 guys after the college season, uh, they get some status right away on the Corn Ferry Tour, and they can go right out there, and they're taking advantage. Last week, Ricky Castillo, who was ninth, uh, he goes and wins in his professional debut, uh, with, and he gets a 9 under 63 on Friday. He is right back in the mix of things at 11 under par. Tim Whiting is your leader, another rookie, just 25 years of age, looking for his first Corn Ferry Tour uh, victory. Ross Steelman had a hole-in-one on a 262-yard par three. Uh, he finished fourth in those PGA Tour University rankings, so uh, it, it's got to be tough for a guy like Alistair who's out there. He's trying to grind, and all of a sudden, midway through the season, here come these guys coming off very good collegiate seasons who decide to go pro. And, and jump right in, and they're right in the swing of things. It's a little tough on the Corn Ferry Tour. They have some international events down in Central and South America to start the season. Then there's a big gap uh, before the events really kick in in the spring, so sometimes it's hard for them to find a rhythm early on. But right now you've got uh, Tim Whiting and Alan Wagner and Davis Chatfield all at 12 under par uh, and another logjam at 11 under par. PGA Tour with a little breather this week up at TPC River Highlands, uh, playing in uh, Cromwell, Connecticut, the Travelers Championship that always does such a great job. You hear this is uh, one of the favorites, actually, of the PGA Tour players uh, with all of the amenities that the tournament provides for them. They want to get a field. It is a elevated event this year, so the purse is up. Uh, 70 of the top 77 ranked players in the world are in this field. Denny McCarthy, Keegan Bradley, both at 15 under par in the lead. Ches Reeve, a former winner at 13 under. Uh, but Keegan, 62-63. Denny McCarthy went out, had a 60, 10 under 60 in that first round, and his approach shot on his final hole in the first round uh, scared the bejesus out of the cup. Almost had a 59. But uh, Denny McCarthy in the mix. Uh, they've moved up the tee times. They're playing in threesomes. They're expecting some weather. So coverage will kick in at noon. We'll see if they pick it up live or if it'll go to uh, you know earlier in the day. 
uh, but always a fun event. And the guys really need this. It was a grind out at LACC. They provided uh, charter jets so they could get the field back after the U.S. Open. Uh, they've got uh, places to put them up. They got daycare. Even just little. It's amazing how the little stuff uh, with like local fresh ice cream and coffee on the on the driving range for the guys. It's amazing. You hear that the the milkshakes uh, that are famous with Jack Nicholas at the uh, his tournament, the Memorial there. Uh, at Muirfield Village, those little creature comforts, it's always amazing how those are the sorts of things that players like just make a difference for them. Well, yeah, because you're traveling all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and you got to have some uh, things that either remind you of some stasis or a home, you know? Yeah, you just just a little creature comfort uh, there. So, so, yeah, Rory McElroy is in the mix. Uh, he's in the top 10, tied for the top 10. Uh, he was real close there at the U.S. Open. I feel another like... disappointment. Can I just say? I, I mean, what's what's disappointing? I mean, well, it's disappointing because of how the PGA and golf media regard Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, quite honestly, is starting to morph into Ricky Fowler in a way. Though he has well, the four was... majors, I yeah. I understand that. But Ricky Ricky bottomed out in a way that Rory hasn't. I mean, Rory. Yeah. Rory drops down to like 15th in the world rankings and everybody loses their mind. Ricky was like 179th or something. Right, but I mean more Ricky Fowler as we like to remember him, which yeah. is finishing top five in a bunch of yep. tournaments. This is kind of happening with Rory McIlroy now where it's just a very extended period of that. Well, I wouldn't have any problem with it if it wasn't for the fact that the PGA and golf media revere him as something else. Uh, I don't know that they revere him as something else. They know oh. what he's capable of. Uh, him and Tiger, they're the front men. Uh, Every Tiger's, time you Tiger's talk about in PGA. a well, that's because he's out there. He's the he's been the front man for speaking. I think he. I, I think we've underestimated how much he, as the president of the Players Advisory Board, had to speak with all of the PGA Live Golf crap that went on for way too long, mm. and I think. At, at the PGA, I think he's just stepped back, and they're just waiting to see. I think he's done with that. I think he's just going to defer to Jay Monahan. It's like, this is his thing. He's created this. I don't know what's going on any more than you do, so I'll just wait to see what mm. the new thing looks like when they tell me what it looks like, and uh, and then we'll decide as tour members uh, how much of this we're going to you know, agree to and what we have a problem with. So. I think you're starting to see him get away from some of that that was adding to his stress level. And, boy, he's going to, you know, the Open Championship at Hoylake next month, I think being uh, back in, in con obviously not home of Northern Ireland, but I think he'll be a lot more comfortable out there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he maybe puts it all together and uh, hoists another Claret Jug. So uh, he is in the mix, though, 800 par, tied for 10th. Uh, but it's fun. They know after the grind of a U.S. Open, they want to give them a course that's pretty forgiving, pretty friendly. All you got to do is uh, pretty much hit it in the fairway. It's not very long. They can make a ton of birdies. The weather's really the biggest issue. A lot of rain up there. So if you do hit it in the rough, pretty wet. But uh, it'll go low. And you need those sometimes after after what happens. So that's what's going on. We're going to come back. We're going to focus on the uh, P 
PGA Women's Championship. They are playing Baltus Rawl in New Jersey, one of the uh, more hallowed venues of major championships for both the men and the women. And then Kennedy Swan Bodiford coming up, bottom of the hour, business of golf. She's the head golf professional out at Tokati Golf Club down there uh, in the mountains, uh, Willamette National Forest area. Uh, we'll talk to her about more opportunities for women in uh, golf professional roles. That, as we just get going here, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.22 here this morning. Coming up at the bottom of the hour in the business of golf, Kennedy Swan Bodiford, head pro out at Tokate Golf Club, going to join us, talk about her uh, venture uh, winning, uh, being on the winning team, Ole Miss, not that long ago for the NCAA championship. Tried to make it uh, as a professional player uh, through the Epson Tour, but decided to go into the golf professional route. Uh, through the PGA of America and is now the head pro out at Tokati, uh and more and more opportunities for women as women taking up, getting back into the game, playing more as one of the biggest um, you know, demographics of growth in the game, bringing in new players. And so uh, more opportunities there for women. So we'll talk about that. But the LPGA Tour, it is the KMPG uh, Women's PGA Championship Week. This week, second major of the season. They are playing Baltus Rawl, uh, one of the uh, famed courses. Of course, uh, the plaque out there, Jack Nicholas, famous for his one iron in winning one of his U.S. Opens. Uh, it's hosted several uh, majors, and but the women excited to play it in Springfield, New Jersey. Leona McGuire, the former Dukey, uh out of Ireland, five under par. She's got a one-shot lead over Celine Borga and Mel Reed. Uh, and Ji Yu Lin 
at four under par. The one thing you'll notice, not a lot of Americans here on the top of the leaderboard. Minji Lee, who was runner-up last year in this event, already a winner on tour. She's tied with first-round leader Leanne Pace of South Africa, three under uh, the Americans. Mina Harrigay, Gina Kim are at one under par. Uh, along with Allison Corpuz at one under par. Jin Young-Ko, world number one. Celine Boutier, Brooke Henderson, all at one under par. Uh, but that's it, 15 players in red numbers. This is what the women want. They're going to play Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open uh, coming up. They love to have the opportunity to play these courses uh, that are world-renowned and famed and have hosted majors on other tours. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, the weather has not helped. It has been a uh, wet, cool, rainy up there in the Northeast and in New England. It's affected uh, both those, uh, but they are fighting through it. Hopefully things will get a little bit better. Uh, but let's uh, hear from some of the leaders. First, the leader, uh, Leonard McGuire, uh, who talked about just the biggest issue with all of the weather and the delays in round two. The big thing today was staying really patient given that we were in a two jammed packed in field that wasn't really moving so did a, did a good job at sort of staying concentrating and, and sort of warm when I needed to um, and kind of kept the momentum going. What was the best part of your game today? Uh, my approach shots were really good, gave myself a lot of chances. Um, Found, didn't quite read the greens well on the front side, but stayed patient and kept giving myself some chances, and nice to see a few roll in on the back. And that was pretty much it, and that's what you see at major championship venues. Par is your friend. If you get a good shot, you have an opportunity to roll in some birdies, then you will find your way moving up the leaderboard. She also talked about how close-knit uh, the, the tour players in all the tours, men and women, are from Ireland. I think Ireland as a country punches well above our weight when it comes to golf, and it's it's nice to have the guys looking out for me and um, Padre, Paul, Shane, all of the guys have been very good to me and um, very appreciative of all of that. And um, I know Shane had a good round yesterday, so it's nice to see that. And um, I think we all just root for each other and, and want to see each other do well. And um, like I said, there's not there's not very many of us, so um, nice to have that sort of camaraderie between all of us. And she would not disclose Podrick. She uh, had gotten together with him or had been uh, communicating with him, gave her a little uh, tip for her short game. She would not disclose what that was, not to betray Podrick. But, uh, but yeah, she is looking sharp there uh, in the lead, one-shot lead going into today's third round. Minji Lee uh, out of New Zealand has been playing very, very well, moving up the world rankings and uh, was runner-up at the uh, Women's PGA Championship a year ago. Uh, but playing some of these uh, famed venues, and that's a part of the fun of these majors. We saw it with LACC, five par threes, including one that played at 300 yards one day, as well as one that they were able to play at 80 yards, uh, short par fours. One of the unique features of Baltus Roll is finishing holes of back-to-back -back par five. So even if your round is getting a little scratchy, uh, if you can hit some good tee shots, you have a little bit of length, you have a chance to finish strong. She talked about those back-to-back -back par fives. Obviously, when you're playing on from the first hole, it's a little bit different than starting on the 10th. Um, I think it really was a great momentum um, for me, uh, obviously doing playing it as eight and nine um, into the front nine. So, yeah, no, it was just nice to have four under on, the back, on my front nine um, going into the back which was my front nine. 
And so that will uh, give her a little bit of a boost going into the weekend. Three and her par two off the lead. The big story, though, Mel Reed, uh, who was just about ready to give it up. Uh, she's uh, she's an outspoken, non-traditional sort of type of personality on the tour out of England. Uh, she's had some great Solheim Cup moments, real feisty out there, but she was ready to toss in the towel, give up the game. She went back to her old coach, sort of rediscovered it, but uh, I think everybody will appreciate <laughs> just uh, kind of how she approaches the game. And she was asked if she was surprised to be back in the lead just so shortly after coming off a uh, major medical. I mean, excuse me, I hit like yesterday, like in my warm up, So I was a little bit like, oh, this could be interesting. And then hit a horrific drive off the phone. Um, am I surprised? Like, yes and no. Like, it's halfway. Like, to me, I don't feel like I have the lead. It's kind of weird. Um don't really think that I did anything that impressive today. I just kind of stuck to my game plan. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I kind of have my things that I kind of stick to and just trying to stick to those things. I kind of have them written in the back of my book. So, um, yeah, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to kind of keep in my own little world and just execute the shots as well as possible and just the standard stuff, just trying to stay in just trying to stay as present as possible. I mean, we've got a long way to go, and this golf course can eat you up in a heartbeat. Uh, if you, if, when the microphones follow her around, uh, she's great because you know exactly where what she's thinking. Uh, really entertaining. She is in the moment. Uh, she wants it. She's been fighting back from a wrist injury and a back injury. Uh, she was down to her last start coming off the the medical exemption. Uh, at the shop right, and she was able to get in, get a, a top 25 finish, and that's kind of propelled her. And so uh, she is more than likely to be a captain's pick if her game is in order and she's healthy, uh, one of those Solheim Cup grinders uh, that you hate to be paired up with. And so it'll be interesting to see how she continues into the weekend, the weather uh, right there in her wheelhouse uh, <laughs> as an English woman. So uh, a, a international leaderboard, not a lot of Americans, not a lot of a top-name Americans. Nelly Corda missing the cut at 11 over. She's coming from a back injury. Jennifer Cupcho, plus seven, missing the cut. Alexi uh, Thompson is out of a rough go of it. So we, that's something we might get into a little bit later. Where are all these big American names? Rose Zhang, uh, who is the uh, newest hot name, one in her professional debut after graduating from finishing up at Stanford. After a stellar, one of the best collegiate careers we have ever seen. Uh, she is in the mix plus one, but, um, you know, it, that's a lot to heap on her to kind of carry the, the new flag of young American players. But let's make the turn now. Uh, we want to talk to another NCAA champion. She won with her team at Old Miss not that long ago. She is now the head professional at Tokate Golf Club down there in the Willamette, uh, Willamette National Forest. Just 2021, tried to make it on the Epson Tour, but is now uh, getting her Class A certification as well as complete competing in local events. We'll talk to Kennedy Swan Bodiford next here on Golf in the Northwest. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 832 here, Golf in the Northwest. Following us, it's Sinner and Saint. And everybody can get back to freaking out if uh, Dame is going to be a blazer anymore. We're taking a little break from that. Uh, baseball for you coming up this weekend on the fan. Dodgers and Astros with a big series at uh, Chavez Ravine. That'll be 3.30 today, 3 p.m. on Sunday for Sunday Night Baseball. That's what's coming up. But right now, we are extremely pleased to have joining us on the line the head golf professional down at Tokatee Golf Club, a uh, senior captain and leader for the 2021 Ole Miss Women's uh, Golf Team National Championship the first women's team sport championship uh, in Ole Miss's history. Uh, couldn't be more pleased to have Kennedy Swan Botiford joining us here this morning. Good morning. How's the weather down there uh, off the McKenzie River? Hey, uh, it's actually great. We've uh, we've had great weather this June, which has led to a really busy golf season. Um, so it's been a lot of fun and course is in great shape so couldn't ask for anything better well i imagine if uh you talk to people who followed your uh amateur career from texas to ole miss uh seeing you win a national championship uh, that you would end up as the head pro in a course uh tucked away in the willamette national forest in oregon they'd be scratching their head <laughs> going <laughs> how did that happen but um but yeah, kind of maybe take us through your journey, uh, being winning a national championship, thinking you might have a career as a as a professional player on the LPGA tour, uh, to getting uh, here at Tokity, the Tokity. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, yep, I uh, actually started at Clemson University um, in 2016, um, and that's where I met my husband. Um, and then in uh, 2019, I transferred to Ole Miss. Um, and then my graduated in 2020 and that's when COVID hit. Um, and so obviously I got the opportunity to go back for my fifth year. Um, and so, um, before I went back for my fifth year, my uh, now husband and I decided to move out somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, uh, didn't know where we wanted to go. And so we, uh, picked Blue River, Oregon. Um, and so he's a fisheries biologist and, uh, I wanted, um, a golf course nearby. And so we found Blue River and were, had never been there, uh, never even really been to Oregon um, and decided, okay, let's, uh, let's move there. Um, and so we, uh, we moved out there. And then when I got the opportunity to go back for my fifth year, um, I originally didn't want to go um, and I didn't want <laughs> to take it. My assistant coach persuaded me to go back. 
Um, and so went back, got my master's degree, uh, my MBA, and then uh, obviously won a national championship, which was the best decision I could have made to go back. Um, it was a great team uh, team experience and <clears throat> playing some of the best golf I'd ever played. And, you know, I was kind of on the border of whether I wanted to turn pro and try to play at that point um, or whether I wanted to go into the golf industry. Um, and then when we won the Natty, my uh, my teammate gifted me an LPGA sponsor's exemption into the marathon. Um, and so at that point, I, I kind of had no choice but to, to turn pro. Um, and I'm really glad I did. I spent the last year playing on the Epson Tour, um, and it was a great experience. I put 36,000 miles on my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, you know, I kind of tried to do it um, – the not cheapest way possible, but, you know, I played it, stayed in a lot of host housing, um, pretty much drove everywhere, uh, you know, didn't really have a caddy for the majority of the season. The last third of the season, I actually ended up hiring a full-time caddy just because you got to have one out there. Um, but the money is really difficult. You know, I, uh, my best finish was a uh, tied for 16th in our highest purse event of the year. Um, and I made $3,600. And, um, you know, that just, it kind of barely covered my travel expenses. And so when, uh, when Dan King, um, when the news came out that Dan King was retiring, um, you know, I obviously wanted to put my name in the hat for the job and, um, started talking to the owner about it. And, um, when I got offered it, I, uh, you know, it's a hard thing to turn down being home and having a stable job and, um, having a, you know, a steady income and, um, you know, being, the, being at Tokati every day is, is pretty freaking awesome. You know, I got the best, <laughs> best office view in the world. Kennedy Swan Bottiford is our guest, the head pro down there at Tokati. And so, um, yeah, so going from that, I think that's what people don't realize. Uh, obviously we had the, the Winko, uh, foods, uh, uh, open here, which was the last stop for several years on the Corn uh, Ferry Tour, where guys would get their tour cards. But uh, so we got to see and kind of the culmination of it. But the Epson Tour uh, as well. I don't think people realize how much of a grind it is. How either you've got to have some people in your back pocket, some sponsors, uh, just personally to help you get out there to get to the big tours and how much of a grind that it is. How different was it out there from what you experienced in kind of a, a fun, a team environment with the university where everything was taken care of for you? Yeah, you know, it's a lot different. Um, I will say I am a huge planner, um, and so that definitely um, helped me in my, uh, in my one year that I played on tour. Um, but it's extremely different. Um, you know, you're out there by yourself and, you know, the, everyone's like, oh, it'd be so cool to play for money. And that's kind of your mindset is like, yeah, I get to go out and do what I love and I get to make money. And then you get out there and you miss a cut and you're like, well, I just missed a paycheck, you know, whereas at, at Ole Miss, it's like the coaches paid for everything, you know, they pay uh, and the school paid for everything. You know, they pay for your flights, they pay for your hotel room, they pay for your food. Like you don't have to pay for your golf. Like, I mean, we pay paid uh, $450 in entry fees per event. Um, so it's, it's a lot different and it, you know, it's definitely difficult too, just not having the, um, the team mindset where, you know, you go out and if you play bad, you have your team that you can rely on and there's four other players that can make up that ground. Whereas if you go out and have a bad day, it's completely on you. 
there's no excuses, which can be really hard on a day-to-day basis. Now, Tokiti, for those that maybe aren't familiar with it or they've heard about it, but you're tucked away, you mentioned Blue River up near the Willamette National Forest. Uh, describe the club a little bit, what the course is like, and and uh, now that you're the head golf pro, what, what you would want people to know about Tokiti if they wanted to come experience it. Yeah, well, um, I'm actually going to walk you through my first time driving in. So um, I really had no idea what I was getting myself into moving up here. Um, cause you know, I kind of knew it was a municipal course, um, which where I'm from, cause being originally from Texas, um, you know, a municipal course kind of has the stigma of like, you know, probably sanded fairways, punched greens, you know, it's pretty, pretty affordable to play and you're not looking at the course, you know, the best course in Texas or in Oregon. Um, and so, um, first time driving in, I mean, you dr- so you drive in this gate and it's kind of wooded on each side. And then all of a sudden you come to this clearing where you can see like the first four or five holes and you're just surrounded by mountains. Um, <clears throat> and I start looking and I'm like, these greens look good. Like these fairways look pure. <laughs> and so uh, that evening I actually went out and played and I was like, are you kidding me? Like in the middle of nowhere, this like little hidden gem is what everyone calls it. Um, and I mean, I've played in almost 50 states, pretty close. Um, and I would say Tokatees in my top five courses I've ever played. And I know, <laughs> I know that sounds a little bit biased, but I mean, like right now our greens are rolling close to a 13. Um, we just had our U.S. Open day. Um, fairways are so pure. You've got a beautiful view of the three sisters. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's an experience. Like, everyone that comes to Tokati loves it. Like, I've never heard a negative thing said about Tokati. Um, and it was really fun this off-season. Um, we actually remodeled our entire clubhouse. And so um, we uh, we tore down the wallpaper and ripped up the green carpet and uh, put in a new, uh, new nice laminate flooring and um, painted. And we've got a bunch of new merchandise. And, um, you know, now we kind of feel like the inside really matches the outside. Well, that sounds sounds fantastic, and I can't. Uh, I've I've got to make the uh, the venture down there to to take it in as well. Kennedy Swan Botterford, head golf professional now at Tokity. Obviously, you had some credentials coming in uh, as a player and winning a national championship, but uh, we're seeing one of the uh, the fastest growing demographics in in players coming into the game. More players taking it up is women. Uh, so that obviously you would think then would translate to more potential opportunities for women to get in going, uh, becoming professionals. Uh, you're completing your PGA Class A certification. Um, how how much does the PGA of America want to see more women getting involved as professionals, whether it's instructors or head golf professionals or running courses? And how did that process go for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're a big advocate for uh, women getting into, like you were saying, either being a head professional or being, you know, a teaching professional. Um, And there's a a high demand for uh, female teaching professionals right now, because like you said, you know, we're seeing more women get into the game and they're, you know, they want a female instructor. Um, And so it was funny, I was actually playing at the Callaway Invitational um, a couple weeks ago and um, one of the AMs I got paired with, um, his daughter is tra- about to graduate and trying to figure out what to do. Um, and uh, he was like, well, you know, she might want to get in the golf industry, but I feel like that's kind of 
a hard thing for females to do. I'm like, if anything, it's the opposite. There's such a high demand right now, really at, I mean, almost any golf course for a female professional. Um, and so, you know, it was definitely, um, I think, a little bit of a factor at Tokati, um, just having a female, but I think my, my credentials stood out, you know, as well. Um, but it's also a lot of fun playing in like the chapter events. So I, I played in the, the Callaway and then I played in the Oregon Open, um, which I was actually the first female ever to win in 2021. Um, and so that, I think, kind of sent a, a shockwave through the Pacific Northwest section um, in a good way. And um, now that, you know, I'm playing more, I think there was a little bit of a, you know, wow, we, you know, we have another female in the section, which we don't have a ton of them. It's, you know, me and Maggie and, you know, maybe a handful of other females. Um, and so I think, uh, I think there's definitely a need for it. And I think the PGA of America really encourages it as well. Well, yeah, and uh, the uh, the women's PGA Championship going on this week, and they uh, there are a few club professionals, and hopefully it'll get more to where the men's PGA Championship is, and and having some designated slots uh, for for the female uh, PGA professionals to to get into that tournament. Uh, and then you found yes, you did mention uh, first women a woman to win the Oregon Open, eleven under over the uh, three round <laughs> tournament. So uh, she still got game, everybody. Um, what do you? What was maybe the biggest surprise or what you didn't fully understand and, and now appreciate about going to the professional side of things with the PGA? Um, you know, when I played in the Oregon Open, I didn't really understand what it was. You know, one of my buddies, uh, Trey Harbick, just asked me, he needed an AM, and he was like, hey, would you be willing to come play in this? And I was actually um, at regionals at the time, like uh, playing to try to qualify for nationals. Um, and I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. You know, and it was right after I had just gotten back to Oregon. Um, so I'd actually taken a week off because um, it was a week after the national championship. I was like, I don't want to touch a club. I don't want to think about golf. And so I just went out there with a very relaxed mindset and, you know, went out to have fun, which I think is really an ode to, you know, when people play their best golf, they have no expectations, you know, they have no, uh, yeah, no expectations going into it. Um, and so I just went out there and I had a lot of fun and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. And Trey started to talk about it on the drive up the final day. And he was like, do you understand what this could mean? Like if you won this, I'm like, no, not really. And I don't want you to tell me, (laughs) I want to know nothing going into it. And so now looking back on it, like, I mean, it was such a cool experience and to be the first female ever, um, to, to make history like that and to continue to, to play in like section events now as a, as a female head pro, you know, I think it's just, it's really cool, you know, cause it's new, it's different. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of make a name for myself and Tokati as well. Well, it's a fascinating story. Uh, how are the fish biting up there on the river? <laughs> uh, great. We are just now starting to get into summer flows and, uh, the river's back down to where it should be, and summer fishing's the the best time of year on the Mackenzie. So there, it's uh, whenever I finish all my work for the day, I tend to my husband and I will tend to go on a couple uh, evening floats. So where we put in at like six or seven <laughs> o'clock and 
take our dogs with us and just float down the river and do a little bit of evening fish hunting. Well, there you go. It sounds like a, a great uh, way to end the day out there at Tokatee, Kennedy Swan, Botiford. For people that want to find out about the course or uh, find out more about uh, your story and uh, your, your lessons and your development programs you got going out out there, what's the best way to get in contact? Um, probably social media. We've also got, um, you can check out our website, tokt.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, tokt.gc. Um, we've got a Facebook page as well. Um, and one note I will add in. So we have our annual celebration, which is an event that we put on every year. Um, it's June 30th this year. So that would be this, uh, upcoming Friday. Um, admission is completely free. Um, and then we've got food trucks, we've got a beer garden, um, we are actually going to have a drone light show this year, um, which is going to be uh, really fun. We've got a putting contest, live music, um, extremely fun event. So if you're in Eugene or Bend or, uh, or Sisters or Redmond, uh, even Portland, make your way down, come play and, uh, and hang out for the evening. Well, it sounds like a wonderful, wonderful event. Great place to go. I can't wait to get down there. Kennedy Swan Botiford, thank you so much uh, for joining us here this morning, and uh, hopefully we can catch up with you again down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. There you go. Kennedy Swan Botiford, head golf professional, Tokate Golf Club. Uh, again, Tokate, that's T-O-K-A-T-E-E.com. Uh, find out about uh, the course, uh, the events coming up, and her story as well. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. A little recap on Wyndham Clark winning his first major, as well as future venues for the majors, uh, the U.S. Open, the Women's U.S. Opens. Uh, it, it's getting locked up. Did you like it on the West Coast? How did LACC hold up? That as we wrap things up here, Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 851 here, wrapping it up. Center and Saint. Jordan Schultz sitting in. Apparently, uh, Luke is uh, AWOL on another Saturday morning. Yes, it is uh, the Anderson family 875th camping trip ah. of the year. Well, so they you literally won't... camp almost every other week. Yeah, I, I I did my share of camping when I was young. I was a Boy Scout for about six months. That didn't last very long. Uh, did yeah. they kick you out? No, that uh, was about the time I figured out girls were pretty cool. So um, yeah, don't you know chicks love Boy Scouts? I didn't find that to be the case. How do you think I pulled so much in high school? Oh, I, I played football. That's why. Yeah, you played Not football. Being a Boy Scout. No, no. Uh, and and one or two camping trips in absolute uh, in the spring that were just doused with rain, and that was it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I hear you. Uh, so that was that for me. But uh, before we get out of here and turn it over to Jordan and Will here for Center and Saint. Uh, I wanted to go back. Congratulations again to Wyndham Clark, the former Oregon Duck, uh, winning. He won his first tournament uh, last month in May at Wells Fargo and then parlayed that into a major. uh, Played great uh, for four days at L.A. Country Club. Closed it out. uh, Built himself that uh, shot he had on the par 5 14th to build himself a three-shot lead. Uh, One of the few eagles there. I thought LACC held up very well, but uh, we do have a cut. Uh, Wyndham afterwards uh, was just asked 
about uh, you know kind of the inspiration and what drove him to this point after being at some dark days, wondering if he was going to have a PGA Tour career. Uh, what got him to this point? Um, you know, I just felt like my mom was watching over me today, and um, you know she can't be here, and uh, miss you, mom. And um, but I, I just feel like I've worked so hard and I've dreamed about this moment for so long. Um, there's been so many times I've visualized being here in front of you guys and winning this championship, and I just feel like it was my time, and, um, you know, yeah, thank you. And turn it around. He played this week. It's an elevated tournament. He's now fourth in the FedEx Cup standings overall, uh, five under, tied for 43rd. He's getting ready to tee off here in just moments out there at the Travelers, and I think this maybe speaks more to where his game is at uh, because I don't think he slept all week. He did all sorts of media. He went to New York with the U.S. Open Trophy. He was doing Good Morning America and everything uh, to get out there and to keep it going. Uh, it shows where he is at with his confidence. But I also thought L.A. Country Club, after, you know, 62s, pair of 62s, Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley setting the U.S. Open single round record. There was a lot of questions after day one. Is L.A. Country Club worthy of being a major venue? They're going back there in like 37 or 39 or something. Uh, but you saw the scores then the rest of the week, and I thought Sunday down the stretch proved to be a major test. Uh, and I like different venues. The problem is, is the USGA under Mike Wan now has kind of lined things up where they've got these uh, courses that they're going back to on a regular basis. Pinehurst number two, Pebble Beach, Marion, Oakmont. And is there going to still be room uh, for the U.S. Open and the PGA Championship to go to some new venues, some different venues? And it's great to play these great Vaughn, uh, you know, vaunted courses with all sorts of history. But sometimes you'd like to see something new, and especially on the West Coast, is there some venue somewhere, Oregon, Washington, somewhere up there where we could see more major golf coming a little bit closer to home? Something I hope that the powers that be can take into consideration. That'll do it for us. Hope everybody is getting their tee time set. The weather is going to be perfect for the next couple of weeks. Not too warm in the afternoon, perfect in the morning. If you like it a little cooler, should be dry, some high clouds. Make sure you hydrate. That'll do it for us. Thanks once again to Kennedy Swan Botterford for joining us. We'll talk to you next Saturday. For Will, I'm Jason. Hit them straight. Ah, you know how easy I am. Yeah, uh, I know. Peaches <laughs> in Europe. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.